everybody, welcome to another episode of What's Your Thought, a talk show done for the youth by the youth. I'm your host Keenan Chi and this is my co-host Alyssa. Hello. Uh, today we're joined by my friend, mentor and other church worship leader, Gerard Goh. Hi. So our today's topic is true worship. And in light of this topic, me and Gerard did a special music segment. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's start. For the day, for the light, and for the world revolved around the sun, God and high stepped down into time and wrote the story of His love for everyone. He has filled our hearts with wonder. So that we always remember You and I were made to worship You and I are called to love You and I are forgiven and free When you and I embrace surrender You and I choose to believe You and I will see Who we were meant to be We are and all we have. It's all a gift from God that we receive. Brought to life, He opened up our eyes to see the majesty and glory of the King. He has filled our hearts with wonder. So that we always remember You and I were made to worship You and I are called to love You and I are forgiven and free When you and I embrace surrender You and I choose to believe Then you and I will see What we were meant to be Even the rock cry out let the heavens shout at the sound of your holy name. So let every voice sing out, and let every leap bow down. He's worthy of all our praise. You and I were made to worship. You and I are called to love. You and I are forgiven and free. You and I embrace surrender, you and I choose to believe, and you and I will see. You and I were made to worship, you and I are called to love, you and I are forgiven and free. You and I embrace surrender, you and I choose to believe. You and I will see what we were meant to be. I had a real fun time jamming with Gerard. I hope Gerard had a great time too. That is our like seventh or eighth or ninth possibly recording of no, that song. It's stuck. Job. It's stuck in my head right now. Um, so. I decided to come up with this topic through worship because I find that 
us as youth, we struggle right now to uh, worship God during praise and worship sessions because there's no sound, no lights, no ambience, ambience, atmospheric ambience. So I'd like to discuss with Gerard today, who has spent uh, 15 years plus in ministry uh, and truly find out what is his point of view on worship and how us as youth and Christians should worship God. So Gerard, let's, I, I hope you don't mind me diving into our our topic so quickly, but um, what is worship? Is it a lifestyle or singular moments where we take time out of our lives to spend with God? Well, let's understand uh, what worship is uh, before we answer that question of whether it is a lifestyle or a singular moment. But what is worship, right? So worship is actually an expression or our expression of our faith and our reverence towards God. Okay, and that's something that we have to remember. When we are worshipping God, we are expressing what we believe in. We believe in God, we believe in uh, who He is, and we honour for who we honor Him for who He is. God is God, right? He's, he's, a, he's an all-powerful being. Uh, he's our Lord, He's our Saviour. And so, uh, worship, when we talk about worship, we are actually honouring God. Okay, And to answer the question, whether worship should be a lifestyle thing or something that we do it only once in a moment of time, right? Uh, I say that worship should be a lifestyle. Everything that we do, we honor God, right? So when we when we talk, when we uh, when we we do our work, all right? Uh, when we act, okay, our actions. Everything should be in line with honoring who God is. Okay, and that's what I believe in. Okay, thank you, Gerard. Uh, next question: How do we truly know when we are worshiping God, and not just singing a song or just lifting lifting up our hands and closing our eyes and talking? You know, when do we know that we're genuinely lifting up our praises and worship to the King of Kings? Well, that's a very personal question. Uh, I believe when we truly have a relationship with God, uh, then we can only truly worship God. But the Bible also speaks about how we should worship God. The Bible speaks uh, in John chapter 4, verse 23. Uh, here's Jesus. Uh, he's reaching out to this Samaritan woman, right? And uh, she's telling this woman that uh, one day everyone will worship God in spirit and in truth. Okay, and there's there's uh, there's a something very powerful truth in that. Okay, which is what is it to worship God in spirit and in truth? Okay, so when we say we spirit worship God in spirit and in truth, we have to worship God with all our hearts. Okay, when we speak about the spirit, we are actually worshiping God with all our hearts. Okay, uh, that means it has to be sincere. All right. And then when we, we talk about truth, again, it's connected to what we said earlier, which is sincerity. It has to be the truth from us, right? It has to be truthful. It's not something that we act so that people will see. We have to believe what we're saying. Correct. So we have to believe that we uh, that I'm truly worshipping God because of who He is. He is God, right? Uh, and also, we worship God because we acknowledge that whatever He says, 
in the Word of God, the Bible, it's truth, right? So when I worship God, I believe every word that He says in the Word of God, in the Bible, is truth. He is God Almighty. He is my Savior. Uh, he is my re uh, Redeemer. Uh, he is uh, the. He came down on uh, to earth to save me, right? And that's why I worship Him. Okay, uh, that's the truth that I believe. And so when we cling on to this truth, okay, we are able to worship Him with all our hearts and our minds. I have a question. Okay. Yes. You know when we are praising and worshiping God, like when we praise, we clap our hands, and then when we worship, we like raise our hands. But mm -hmm. what if we don't do it? Is it disrespectful or? Like I said, uh, when we worship God, basically it is uh, our expression of our faith to God. Uh, just let me give you an example. Okay, uh, let's say we come and we meet a king, right? Uh, let's take our agong for example. Okay? When we respect our king, we would what would we do? We will bow down, right? Uh, we will bend bend our heads a little bit, alright. Uh, and especially in Malaysia, they, they always put their hands together like that, right? To show uh, reverence, to show honor, right? And respect because he is the king, right? Likewise, I think when we talk about God, right? Uh, we worship God because he is God, right? And so when we lift up our hands, okay? It's a sign that we are surrendering to God. You know, we submit ourselves to God, right? Uh, whether you... Put your hands in your pocket. I don't think that's the right way to I mean, you meet the king, you worship God. That. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So how would you react, or how would you behave when you see someone who you really respect or you really revere, right? And in this sense, we're not talking just about a normal man. Okay, we're talking about God. Okay, this is God who we are worshiping. So I think it's very important for us to to identify that. Okay, and our actions should. Uh, coincide with who he is. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting that you mentioned uh, spirit and in truth just now. Pastor Alan said in a sermon about, I think two weeks ago, it was a Wednesday night sermon, uh, that he was talking about God is good, God being good, and how a lot of people don't believe that God is good. I myself, we did, I, we did an episode previously on, I think it was our eighth or ninth season one episode, where we talked about God is good. And I personally, me personally, didn't believe that God was a good. I knew that He was a powerful God. I knew that He was an all-knowing, all-powerful God. But I didn't believe that God is good. And if you guys want to know more about that, you guys can go search back our YouTube channel for those episodes. I'm not sure exactly which one, but maybe Marcus will link it in the description below. Um, but yeah, Pastor Alan asked if, for us, if we truly can't worship God, if we don't believe he is good. Mm -hmm. So would you like to answer that question now that we are on our talk show? Uh, well, if you are a believer of Jesus Christ and you truly believe uh, God is who he is, you know, then of course we have to uh, believe in his promises that God is good. Right? Yeah. So I think uh, if you have a relationship with him, it doesn't matter because we put our trust in God himself. And whatever things that we go through, we have to believe through the word of God because the word of God says the good things and the bad things, whatever happens in our life, it is for our good. Right? Yeah. God did not mean uh, evil for us, right? Okay. For good things. 
now that we've covered like our what is worship in general let's move just to the song service itself you know our before our search we sing songs but what why do we sing songs to lift them up to god well songs is a way we can express our worship to god uh, when we sing songs basically uh, we the words of the song right uh, we can relate the words of the song to our own self many of times there are songs like for example this is my desire right we always sing that this is my desire to honor you right lord with all my heart i worship you right so it's a, through that song it expresses who we are and our true desire or what we want to say to god okay so songs it's a way we relay our worship to god it's a way we relay what we want to say to god right so of course there are other ways besides from besides uh songs itself we can relay our worship to god through prayers itself right but songs is just one of the way we can relay our uh thank great uh thankfulness okay our uh great sorry not thankfulness but gratefulness to god yes is it true okay um since we're both on the worship team right is it true that like just because we are on the worship team we have a higher standard than most other christians that like worship uh, on the ground like not on the ground you know what i'm trying to say right? yeah, yeah yeah well i don't want to put comparison and say that our worship team has the highest standards among all christian churches or other christians right that that would be kind of like prideful okay but i would say uh, in our church we have standards and uh, it is because uh, the standards is in place for us okay so to ensure that not everyone who wants to be in the worship team can be in the worship team for the wrong reasons okay uh, some people they want to be in the worship team so that they can show their talents right some people they want to be on the worship team uh, to to be able to you know be the to get the attention right uh, but in our church uh, we have standards because we understand our pastor understands that uh, when you are on the stage your focus is to lead people into worshiping god right uh, your our focus is to ensure that people is able to uh, worship god together bring an atmosphere of worship in the church right not to show our talents uh, not to show, get the attention uh, that we want right so the focus of being in a worship team is to lead people to worship now if we don't have those standards then everyone will be able to join the worship team right uh, but we want to make sure that uh, those who join the worship team they understand that what we're doing is not something uh, that we're doing to glorify ourselves but instead it is something to glorify god yes very interesting jira now uh elisa brought up worship team how should a worship team conduct themselves inside and outside of church during before and after service mm, well Worshiping, conduct themselves. I think uh, by right we should be, be an exemplary. Do we have a bigger responsibility? Uh, 
Uh, I won't say we have a bigger responsibility, right? Uh, because everyone as Christians, we're, we all have a responsibility towards not only God, but towards ourselves, right? Uh, so how we behave ourselves, I think we have, we should, we shouldn't segregate, right? That we have a bigger uh, responsibility that other Christians cannot follow. Yeah. Okay, but I think uh, we should be someone who lives as a good example, right? Since now we're in the limelight ministry, uh, we're in a place where people watch us. We'll be more held accountable. Yeah, right. So. Can you imagine if you you are on a worship team and people are watching you leading God and uh, leading worship services? But then you're someone else. And, and then you when out. you go out, you're a drunkard, okay, <laughs> and you're living a life that is doesn't doesn't represent what a Christian should be. Yeah. yeah? So I think that is really a responsibility that each and every one of us uh, should have in us. Yeah. Okay. We went a bit off topic, we went to the worship team, but there was something I wanted to discuss later, but let's go back into the worship service itself. Mm-hmm. I'd like to ask as a youth, more youth questions per se. Um, I'd like to know why youth these days can't worship gods without the sound, the light, the music and the ambience. Why do you think it's become such an issue of late? Mm. In my personal, my personal take on this, or my personal thoughts on this, uh, I've known many Christians, uh, youth. Uh, some of my friends, uh, they they come from other churches, right? Uh, one thing that I can say is that the reason why many youths don't are not able to truly worship God without music, right? So it's probably because they don't understand the concept of worship. Okay, uh, to them, worship is just coming to church and lifting up hands, and that's it. Right, uh, but in actual fact, worship encompasses everything. Right, uh, it encompasses everything that we do. As right? you mentioned just As now, I lifestyle earlier, our lifestyle. Right. So, regardless whether there's good music or bad music, when we come together into the presence of God, our mind should be focused on one thing. That is, we want to give worship thanks God. and worship God. Right. So, uh, one of my mentor. Worship leader, he always tells me, he says, Jirat, if you want to know whether people really worship God, right, uh, even if the music goes off or the, the electricity supply cuts off, if people are still able to lift their hands and still able to sing the song without being distracted, you know they are really worshiping God. Because it doesn't matter whether the song is there or not, right? Uh, it, what matters most is the heart eventually the what we're doing to worship God that is what more uh, what is more, what matters the most yeah. okay, thank you any questions Alyssa when you worship it mostly like it has to do with your heart right yes you yeah, have to surrender true. everything when you worship and mm. praise and yeah. mm. so now we've now that you you talked about how the problem has how to solve the problem uh, how we need to know more about worship but what do you think is the cause of the problem the is it like problem a trend of the youth thing is they it, must have lights yeah is it a trend thing or is it the youth ourselves or is it what the church has taught us to believe how the church has taught us to worship uh i won't say i won't point out church 
would not be the issue because I believe every church wants the people to be able to worship God, right? Uh, but I think uh, the target or the aim of the people coming to to uh, for their services, right, when they worship God, okay, what do what are they looking for? Are they looking for good music, right? Uh, if you come with the intention of listening to good music, okay, then I don't think you will be able to worship God. Okay, because sometimes the music may not suit you, right? Uh, music does lead people, uh, does, does, how would I say, guide people's emotion, right? Uh, when you listen to the words, when you listen to the, the song itself, it does lead people's emotion, okay? But it shouldn't be the main thing that would drive us to worship God, okay? It should just be a, a guide, right? Uh, but again, everything comes down to the heart of the worshiper right uh, so if people if the youth are not able to worship god uh, because the music is not great then probably that's the, the reason why they come to church uh, it's not really to worship god but to hear the word the music itself right and just to to have that momentary uh, feeling of worshiping the happiness At, yeah you know that that so-called peace that so-called uh, peace and and, and uh, uh, worship spirit at that moment, right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, John. Now we've already touched a bit on the worship theme a bit more earlier than I had anticipated, um, but now I'd like to dive back into the worship theme again. What kind of mindset is needed to be a functional member of the worship team? Now I'm, Pastor Allen has re just recently last Sunday had a worship team meeting i mean a ministry, ministry meeting ministry meeting mm -hmm. and he laid down f l a m e s mm -hmm. um faithfulness loyalty loyalty accountability money sanctification huh sanctification yeah and exam evangelism evangelism yeah so i hope pastor doesn't fire me too much for for oh, no. getting a few of those letters um yeah, so what, apart from those standards that Pastor had already previously laid down, uh, what standards and what mindset should members of a worship team have? The mindset of? Yeah, mindset and standards. Uh, okay, so when we talk about the mindset, I believe that the right mindset that every member of the worship team use, uh, has have to have uh, is uh, that we come lead people in worship that's the main mindset that we should have the reason why we're on stage the reason why we're being on the worshiping is to lead people to worship god right that should be the priority okay not the not like what i mentioned earlier to get the attention the praises of men okay but we want to get men to praise god or to worship god okay that should be the mindset that we should have whenever we stand on stage Okay, I think nothing else matters, then it should be the main thing. Now, this isn't uh, part of my notes or anything, but since we, it looks like I have plenty of time left, but uh, I'd like to ask my own personal questions mm -hmm. since I normally don't spend much time doing this kind of talking thing. Uh, what should be the mindset of a worship leader during, after, and before worship? For the most part, I'm, I'm going to speak on my personal, personal, uh, what do I do as a worship leader. 
uh, before service my mindset would be to ask God to come down during the worship and how do I do that I come in through prayer right so we come an hour earlier for church service so that we can lay hold of God we can pray and ask God to meet with us right Uh, we pray that God will bring sinners and backsiders and people who have not known God right into church uh, and this is the mindset that I have okay uh, been doing uh, practicing throughout the years of my ministry right and before service I always pray that God would bring these people to come for services uh, that people would be touched by the word of God uh, and also that during the song service uh, people are able to truly worship God so that is before service now during service or especially I would say during the song service okay uh, my mindset is like I mentioned earlier to lead people into that presence of God okay to be able to uh, tell people uh, that listen uh, you need to put aside all your distractions you need to put aside all your worries okay this is God who are worshiping uh, if you have anything that you are going through any hardships or any troubles listen uh, surrender it all to God alright so my my purpose on during service song service is to make sure people uh, fully understand that and people would worship God together with all their hearts okay and after service uh, my my belief is that what I would do is I will pray and I will say that you know what God I hope that today's service those who came for service today they will not leave this place unchanged right that something happened to them maybe through the song service maybe it's uh through the the word of god that's being preached but something has to happen to them they live with something they live live touched by the hands of god or the spirit of god uh if they just come and they live unchanged right then i i feel personally i feel that that i may have not done something right I may not done enough or I feel sometimes I feel that uh, uh, maybe God wasn't there right but I'm that that's just me okay sometimes I put a bit of pressure on myself because uh, I really want people to leave this place uh, me full with uh, the spirit of God in, in them right the word of God so when they leave this place they will they will they will uh, know that God was with them Okay, so um, we speed ran this quite fast. Now to our last question: uh, How do we, uh, in the words of a Matt Redman song, how do we get back to the heart of worship? Well, that's a question that uh, I would say it depends on the person himself. If you re- if you are a person who's never truly worshipped God, then we should ask. Uh, we need to ask ourselves: Who is God to me? We need to ask God. Uh, we need to ask God. God, uh, uh, do I truly know you? Do I truly have a relationship with you? Right. Only then we can really uh, build that relationship back with God. Because remember, we're not worshiping uh, something that's not real. Okay. Uh, as Christians, we believe that God is real. Okay, and we believe that God uh, is is our Father. Right. So if we want to truly come back to the heart of worship really ought to have a relationship with God that's the, the main number one thing okay 
we really need to have the heart uh, a relationship with God. Uh, if we don't have a relationship with God, we cannot worship Him because we, what can we worship if there's nothing to worship about? Mm. You'll yeah. just be worshiping the air then. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So we really need that relationship with God uh, to be able to worship Him. Okay. Then comes to the part where I mentioned earlier. Uh, we need to worship Him in spirit and in truth with all our heart and truthfully. Right, with all honesty, right, God, uh, we just God. I'm not hide. I'm not uh, uh, keeping anything back. Okay, this is who I am, God. I'm a rotten sinner. Okay, uh, I I may have fallen many times, you know, uh, but God, I'm gonna worship you because this is who I am, and I know I need you. All right, and so we worship Him with all our heart. So when we are able to uh, to, to do that, I believe we can come back to the heart of worship. Thank you so much, Dra, for being on the show. Any other questions, Alyssa? Uh, I'd like to thank all of you guys for staying this long if you have. I'd like to end with some final messages. We are not infallible. Please comment if you have any disagreements or anything. If you have any thoughts or questions for our next episodes, or maybe even improvements that you guys would like to share with us, please feel free to share in the comment section. Um, I'd like to end this with one final question. What's your thought?